And we almost recorded a whole batch of promos without recording. That would be so on brand for us. I think I think that's what we should do for our promo. We should just release like like thirty seconds of just silence and be like, oh whoops. Jonathan forgot to record. <laughs> Jonathan forgot to record. Yeah. So these are yeah. our promos. And that's pretty much what you can expect out of our podcast. Just a black hole. That's our new podcast uh trailer that we'll put on all the socials. It's just it's just parentheses, Jonathan forgot to record. And critics then, yeah. Critics have called it echoing silence. <laughs> critics have called it unprofessional in the least. A deafening cavalcade of nothing. <laughs> So, Levi, it's 2020, and Wait, we've all still? been ordering... God still. damn it. And we've all... It's 2020, <laughs> and we've all been ordering a lot of food for delivery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. DoorDash, Uber Eats, Grubhub, these former indulgences are now suddenly a big part of our lives. And, Levi, they've changed the food delivery market entirely. Mm-hmm. In fact, you may be surprised to learn that some of your favorite restaurants on DoorDash or Uber Eats are not really restaurants at all, but instead ghost kitchens set up specifically to prepare food for delivery. Now, Thanksgiving has got me thinking a lot about leftovers. Yeah. And, you know, food waste is a big problem at all times of year uh, all across the world, but it's especially around the holidays. We're making bigger meals. We're making a wider variety of foods. We're indulging more. And quite frankly, we're throwing away a lot of food. And while the public health crisis has us gathering in smaller groups, we're still making Medea-sized family meals full of rich, decadent foods, <laughs> half of which get packaged up and stashed in the fridge. And now we've all had that feeling, looking at those leftovers the next morning, realizing we're never going to eat them, and feeling guilty for the inevitable moment when we throw them away. But what if instead of making food just to throw away, there was another way? Introducing Ghostovers, a modern (laughs) twist on Waste Not, Want Not. Simply take pictures of your leftover food, and Ghostovers will create a custom pop-up restaurant to sell your worthless leftovers to some other idiot down the street. With Ghostovers, one man's trash is another man's door dash. (laughs) We'll apply filters to your shitty food photos, provide AI-generated descriptions, and send a driver to your depressing apartment to pick it up. Don't want the hassle of boxing up that half-eaten frozen pizza? No problem. Just unlock your front door, and the delivery driver will come into your house, go to your kitchen, open up your fridge, and box it up for you. Imagine waking up tomorrow, and instead of a fridge full of rotting eats and rotting treats, you've got a fridge full of receipts. (laughs) Oh, shit. And the best part? The minute someone orders your leftovers and a driver is assigned, your restaurant disappears. Wow. Just like Tiger Bites will. <laughs> Ghostovers users earn an average of $50 a month simply by not eating their food. <laughs> Funds go directly into your DoorDash account so you can start the whole depressing process over again. Oh my god. And with Ghostover Premium, you can supercharge those earnings by letting us staff a chef in your kitchen. <laughs> 
Our trained professional will take that uncooked spaghetti from last year, the unidentifiable meat in your freezer, and the meager options from your bachelor status confirmed spice rack, and turn it into a dish that would make Buka blush. Oh my god. And with our Jim Henson's The Muppets branded upgrade, your Swedish chef will even hurdy-burdy get a burdy-burdy. Bork, bork. So stop settling for leftovers and stop letting good food go to waste. Get Ghostovers and put your poor nutritional decisions to work for you. <laughs> Ghostovers. Make bad choices. Disappear. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I wasn't ready for the bork bork. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, man. Wow. I also, I would be the one to, like, start the Twitter account that's just a screen grab of all the AI-generated descriptions. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. No, I was thinking about that. It didn't make the cut for the, for the pitch here, but I was, like, looking at, like, uh, we did, like, a real small Thanksgiving. And we just decided, instead of, like, doing a big Thanksgiving meal, we just, like, make all our family's favorite foods. Right. My mom made uh, uh, she made like a baked brie, and like mm. half of it mm. was left over because I mean mm-hmm. you can't that's a decadent right. food. No, that that could that could kill a grown man. You eat that one oh, sitting. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, I was thinking like, oh, that's not a half-eaten baked brie. That's an artisanal open-faced pastry. <laughs> right. Yep. And the uh, you know the, the pepperoni rolls that are like in a Ziploc bag. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a uh, that is a home style. Old world baked good, right? You yeah, know? yeah. See, and, and it's, but, e- it's even in sort of like a a, um, a packaging reminiscent of home. Oh, see, that's good. And mm-hmm. but yeah. that those descriptions are when your AI is fully trained. Getting there, I think you like. I'm excited about the process of of the learning. Oh, right. So seeing the baked brie for the first time, yes. that AI would likely look at that and be like, "Oh, it's mashed potatoes with." crust <laughs> yeah well it's like but i mean i i am a perfect example of at about 1 a.m right i will buy any old shit on <laughs> yes. uber eats if right. it can get to me right <laughs> exactly. so the like the criteria is can i have it that is the criteria <laughs> it's a boolean true or false can i have it <laughs> yeah yeah and there's like a there's a uh you know like I, so we can do like a gpt3 generated mm. one where like whatever words Right, just like right. it could say like, and soon we will own the earth. And I'd be like, hmm, tasty. Hmm. Okay. You know, I don't care like what it actually <laughs> says. I'm going to buy it based on the photo. Right. And, uh, you know, I was thinking like, you know, uh, we could just like have an AI that just makes bad photos of things in your fridge, just crops out the fridge, mm-hmm. does a rotation. By the end, it's probably not going to have a lot of the original pixels <laughs> of the photo that you took, but that's okay. <laughs> you know? Wow. No, and, and your chef idea, putting the chef in the kitchen, that, uh, that instantly reminded me of uh, when I was growing up. Like, w- I, I'm from a big family, one of seven kids. Oh, wow. uh, my, yeah. my mom would like – That's too when, many. That's too many. Um, and, and my mom would be cooking and would do like leftover nights, but they would always end up uh, as soup. And so, <laughs> so she would like you know, a, start a it's pot a stew. of – Yeah. yeah. And she's like, opens up the fridge, pops open the lid of something, sniffs it, shrugs, and puts it in the in the pot. And that's totally. all I really remember. Re- I mean, really, what we're talking about here is like 
just like a, a, a pop-up shop. Like, and I think we can get like national recognition for like, you know, stews, stews. Yeah, yeah. And like, oh, some guy started a stew shop. No, it's just a lot of people in a lot of other people's kitchens doing exactly what your mom did. Right. It's just like, uh, what can I, because I've got steaks in my, fr- in my freezer. Uh-huh. I don't know how long they've been there. But cut them up and throw them in a stew. Who cares? Yeah. At that point, it's a stew, and, it, and, and now it's, it's changed categories, right? So right. there's new yeah. rules that apply, and right. stews never go bad. Totally. And, like, and what wouldn't you give at like 3 a.m., insomnia setting in, you mm-hmm. still got more work to do. It's like, I just want like something hearty yeah, and salty. stew sounds perfect. And I don't actually particularly care where it comes from. Right. And the description, what, what I love about that is I can imagine the posting, right? The posting is stew. And it's and it's a, a photo of a of a pot with the lid yeah. on it. You can't really see mm-hmm. what's in it. And the description is stew. It, 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 it's you know it, uh, I think you're missing a key component. It's today's stew, oh, right? It's the ooh, it's the it's the stew, stew of, the, of day. the day, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like ingredients will never tell. You know, like it's an air of mystery yeah, to like it because I actually don't know. Does it? It's really whatever matter. I find in fucking Steve's mm-hmm. like cobwebbed pantry you know right that's when you say um chef selection rotating menu yeah (laughs) market price (laughs) so what no i'm just gonna jump right in right this this pandemic is honestly going to last a while longer even with a vaccine on the way Social distancing rules, limited capacity, and masks are a continued reality. And masks work, right? They're wildly effective at reducing the spread of the virus. But because it makes your mouth no longer accessible, it makes a few things rather difficult. (laughs) The most critical of these is, of course, snacking. We live in a world where you can't simply pop a Cheeto in your mouth while you're on the train platform without being frowned upon. Well, now you can eliminate that embarrassment with feedback. <laughs> feedback. Feedback is the first CDC-approved protective face covering with integrated snack compartment, making it easy to stay safe while satiating your immediate hunger. Our patent-pending snack distribution mechanism is nothing to (laughs) cough at. We use accelerometers and motion sensors to intelligently disperse a single-serving snack portion into your mouth when you tip your head back and open wide. (laughs) Adjust your serving size to make sure you always get the perfect handful amount of snack every time. Got the munchies, but don't want to get the Rona? (laughs) Eat your trail mix while you apply that hand sanitizer, just by simply (laughs) nodding and opening up. We're happy to announce our branded partnership with Skittles. It's exactly (laughs) the kind of bullshit the marketing team over at Skittles would pull off. (laughs) Feedback. Go ahead and eat your snacks. You're not an animal. (laughs) And eventually we'll integrate with Maskerphone so you can take your calls on... (laughs) On the so you can you can continue eating. the age old tradition of chewing in my ear while right. I'm trying to talk to you about something serious, right? In high definition Bluetooth stereo. Oh, so <laughs> so Levi, I have a, a, just a couple of questions. Mm-hmm. Um, have I tried it? Yes, I have a prototype. <laughs> um, okay, great. How? <laughs> 
you know, the purpose of a mask is to cover the nose and mouth. Sure, uh, sure, sure. Unless you're that guy I saw in Ikea, in which case it's to cover your mouth because you don't understand how a mask works. <laughs> so how does the food get in? Mm. Yeah. Like, is this a completely enclosed system? Right. That's a really great question. Um, it, is a, it is a completely enclosed system. Our, our okay. early prototypes so I, I looked... preload my snack mix. Yes. Yeah, you have to okay. preload your snacks. And, you know, our early prototypes, you know, early prototypes are off-the-shelf parts, and, and you got to, like, you know, kind of kind of cobble it together to make sure that it works right and so what mm-hmm, we did is, mm-hmm. is is we bought a uh we we bought a darth vader mask uh <laughs> and and used the the empty compartments uh <laughs> on the back of the neck to fill it with cheetos and then used a, a vacuum of a, a vacuum hose that you would find in an aquarium shop and uh and shot the cheeto oh. um into the mouth that's, of the yeah. test subject god that's rest my, him that's my favorite um, uh peter gabriel song yeah. <laughs> Shot the Cheeto. Um, suffice it to say that early technology we uh we dubbed it Deep Throat, uh, but it uh <laughs> it uh it it, it was it was successful in that we learned from it. You know, we we learned uh Never to do that again. And we also <laughs> learned that you sh- really should talk to a lawyer before you uh, before you pull in test subjects off the off the street. Um, um, he was a good man. God rest him. And uh, and so we we started developing War- warrior uh, for the cause. More uh, like container type technology that attached to the front mm-hmm. of the mask, and it just made it real okay. front heavy. So it became yeah. harder to tip your head back. And one of the algorithms that we had to write was compensating for the 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 chin droop as we called it yeah so so we came up with the uh the the baby bird mechanism um Hmm. yeah it actually supported it had a little a pedestal that rested on the chest and pushed up on the chin so that you could kind of like keep your head up and then once you would lean back we would have that sensor that would recognize the lift of the pedestal and distribute the snack i i was envisioning sort of like a um uh, like a Pez dispenser, ah, yeah, yeah, sort of thing that was like spring loaded, mm-hmm. and I could, I would just, I could just, you know, it's like a Pez dispenser, but it's always open, and I could just, it, when I consume the Cheeto on the top, it pushes all the Cheetos up next, basically a semi-automatic firearms yeah. clip. Yeah. So we we actually tested that using gushers and a paintball gun. <laughs> uh, it did. Uh, <clears throat> Again, it was very wildly successful in that it did indeed get the gusher into the person. It, the The problem is we broke skin on multiple occasions, and uh, and the pressure was just too high. <clears throat> uh, so, so we had to scale back a little bit. Wow. <laughs> now I really want to shoot a gusher out of a paintball gun. <laughs> Uh, Paintballs are kind of like gushers when you think about it. Yeah, they are. It, and in I mean, that they're both delicious and you should never freeze them. 